Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope you cakes up. London with the beat, here we go so in. Come a girl with a friend, you be both win. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sex Unique Podcast. I'm here with the one and only Ryan Bailey. What up, Sup Nation? Host of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing. I just I just chugged a, a cold brew at 9 p.m. So. Ooh, that could be interesting for the rest <laughs> next 12 hours. Yeah, let's go, Laura. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the human embodiment of Tony running around right now. How long does that keep you up? Is that just like a well, flash in the pan? Know, well, unfortunately, the podcast I didn't take your advice, Dylan. I'm doing like three hour episodes still, so I'll work okay. a full day. And then I'll, I have so many sound cues and I'll just edit all night. Oh my God. So, yeah. You, you do like a complicated podcast. Yeah. Edit. And it shouldn't be this complicated. High production value. You're giving <laughs> the listeners like, everything they want and more. It's like when Peter said he was like the James Cameron of short films and he had Sandoval on a roof and a green screen. Yeah. Like that's what I'm trying to do with GarageBand. And Let's a do with sound. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, Audio engineer extraordinaire. I'm really reinventing the wheel. <laughs> um, did you get, 
audacity. This I is did. for real audio heads that know like the yeah. ins and outs of podcasts. I had a huge problem with GarageBand last week, and I texted Lara the next day, and she said, use audacity, and I did download it. But you know what it's like with a new program? It just looks like a foreign language at first, and you mm-hmm. get really scared, and you're I'm so used to GarageBand, all the, you know. Yeah, you, you know the bells and whistles already. Yeah, but have you ever done that where it's like just everything craps out on you at like right when you're about to upload? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was like the first... I would say month or so of me podcasting just by myself yeah. was like trying to figure all that shit out. And there would be like 12 hour days where yeah. I was just like, how is anything and then it's happening? three in the morning and you're like in tears and you're like, this is what happens when you don't pay attention in high school. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. Like, yeah. Everything in your life comes into question yeah, exactly. in those moments. You're like, and you're like, I Mom, made a wrong up. turn once at 13 and now here we are. But then it all somehow works itself out. Yeah. Like I was like, is this going to literally turn me off all reality shows eventually? Like, <laughs> uh, Honey, it might. Well, this season might. Truly, Sorry. after watching Summer House season four, episode one last yeah. night, I am ready to abandon ship of Vanderpump well, Rules. And I fucking like will swear my loyalty to another. Who knew that? If you mention finger blasting in a show, like that, it's just like that's the thing. Like, fing, like I, that's what Vanderpump Rules need is a hundred percent more finger blasting because I a was laughing more, percent more finger blasting. I was, I was enjoying myself. It felt like a light breeze. I felt like I was like taking my medication. It just was good. Yeah, it was fun, and I really think a lot of the fun of that show has to do with just the setup of it in general. Of like. This is a summer house. Like, this isn't our real lives. Like, this is where we go to vacation and, like, get away from it all, which intrinsically, like, makes you feel kind of joyous and free. And it's, like, has less stakes than, like, hey, this is where we work and where we live and, like, who we fuck and, like, everything about our horrible, shitty lives. And, like, now I feel like we're reaching a point where Vanderpump exists in its own weird Vanderpump vacuum. Yeah. And, like, none of the... I feel like a lot of the cast members have serious beef with each other. Oh, they don't like to be around each other. But it's no obvious. one is, no one's pulling a beef trigger. So they just simmer. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, it completes it. I mean, that's what we see in this whole bachelor party is Jack's not liking Sandoval, Sandoval participating because he wants to be a good guy. Nobody like all the like Christian, Katie, Stassi, like we, we had scenes this week where it was literally Lisa, like telling us what the scheduling is like at the, like, well, you, you know, like it's so hard to manage or somewhere <laughs> else. They just are like going to party. They literally are going to drink booze and for two days, but it's like fun because even when you watch what's his name, like him and his him and his uh, Kyle fiance, and Amanda, Kyle, who are Kyle. like the sad hetero oh, element of Summer it's House, like, is like giving you that Vanderpump Rules Sandoval Kristen season two energy, but on or Jackson, but on Adderall, season six, like, yeah, where it's like no don't do it yes. but like they just do it anyway but even like the 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 small things even on summer house i was liking like when kyle was like packing the car and he had like 20 dress shirts and i was like all for the week i was like what all for the weekend and then in my head i was like well maybe he's packing for the whole summer i was like but then he comes back and then but it, those are fun things to think about like yeah. vanderpump i already know what they're gonna wear i don't care anymore and i hate to say this you guys because we're a family that watches this show but like it really is bumming me out lately, and the only reason I knew it is, like you said, is is Summer House. It was so light and like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I was like, I was drinking the Kool-Aid of the season, being like, this season's pretty good, like I can yeah. gel with this. And then I watched Summer House, and I was like, 
fuck this season. I fuck. fucking hate fuck Vanderpump <laughs> But it made me realize what I was truly missing in my life. It like filled a void that I didn't even know was there. Well, I just thought I was growing as a person. And then I watched Summer House and I I'm realized, like, no. we're never growing. <laughs> Yeah, like, you should have asked me because I know the answer. No, I just realized I watched Summer House and I was like, I'm not growing. I just don't think Vanderpump Rules. It's pa- It's like Grey's Anatomy has been on, I guess, for 12 seasons. And I stopped watching it after season three. Had no clue it was still on the air. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of Vanderpump Rules. Cause it Grey's feels Anatomy, like Grey's kind of, well, right? And still- I never watched Grey's, but I still know. <laughs> what the, I know it what the really Grey's. really has a Grey's feeling. <laughs> it's it. such a Grey's vibe because it's, like it. even people that watched it like hardcore, like when it was first. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, great. I loved it. Yeah. A lot of fun. Then they all fell off. And then I guess 20 uh, million people a week still watch A whole Grey's. new crowd. And I think maybe that's, maybe it's like those Star Wars prequels, hate to get geeky. Like I, somebody must have liked him. Like I hated him, but yeah. somebody, it must have been somebody's cup of tea. But maybe Vanderpump Rules isn't, and maybe next week I'll be back on board. Maybe it's just a bad week, but I just, maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm a, a summer house guy. Yeah, me. I know. That's what I had to realize too. I was like, maybe I'm a summer house girl. I'm like, like S H P and I'm like a summer house. Sorry. A summer house person. <laughs> yeah, Ship. Yeah. We'll work. We'll yeah, workshop it's a it. workshop. Yeah. I was just like, there's something, there's something missing. And I think it is just like the, ability to really beef with each other on camera because everyone has so many financial stakes now that like they're not going to go as crazy as they were in the previous seasons but i know that there's still drama like allegiances are ever shifting yeah but every single one of the cast is trying to play it safe yeah and i'm like it's just not they need that sweet diff money yeah but like why why them like, why are they taking this route? But I don't know if any other reality show has really taken this route where all of a sudden it becomes, like, neutered of what made it really, like, juicy. Jax considers himself a expert on TV. He's an arbiter he, of He really, like, TV. he knows what yeah. good TV is. He knows what good movies are. So in his head, he the is... The Green Mile and Friends. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, baby. Z-Wat Nehu. No, she go. he goes, um... Somebody's like, oh, you won't last 10 seasons like Friends. He goes, we'll last more. And that's his like, that's his Achilles heel is that he does not realize he thought the he thinks we're always going to be there like the cast of Friends. Like he thinks they're that. No, he doesn't realize why the show worked in the first place. He really thinks people are invested in his storyline. And I don't I don't think that for a second. But also like what storylines like if you look at this show just objectively so far there are two storylines that stick out to me which is like katie and stassi have sticks up their ass about Kristen's relationship and peter flat ironing his hair peter's flat ironing yeah. his hair and just keeping <laughs> yeah. up with the self-care and jackson Brittany are getting married and he kind of is like ha- beefing with sandoval but there's not any there's no like there's no real underlying like push and that's what last season suffered from. And they're giving a little bit more this season. And I think the new cast members injected a teeny bit of that. And then Sheena, Sheena's the only one that's like 
in on the joke at this point, I think. Well, Sheena's being exactly what we want of Sheena. Yeah. Like, and, and also she is like that middle, she is like the equator where she, everything happens around her and she's not on any side. She's literally just like, I love the pool. Like, yeah. Like she's just Like Sheena's there. not going to go to the beach because there's sand and she doesn't like beaches. So she's going to stick to the pool. And no offense to, you know, Queen Kristen, but like, you know, Sheena's not forcing plot lines this season. She's yeah. not forcing any kind of storylines. She's like the best garnish you could ever have. And you really want to see more of her instead of like, like even like the Stasi, Kristen, Katie thing. Like at a point, I'm just like, I want to tap out of this. Like, I don't even know why I'm not even enjoying this. No, because it's based on kind of nothing. Like, and that also, when I was trying to like just mentally compare and contrast Summer House and Vanderpump Rules and like <laughs> thinking of the real, like what my thesis was about yeah. like, what is the big difference? I think it really comes down to like the sense of humor the cast has about themselves where it feels like the cast of Summer House. And this is me having watched one and a half episodes <laughs> opining on this. But I think that they have more of a sense of humor about their lives and like what they're doing in the house. Yeah. Then the cast of Vanderpump Rules who takes themselves, they take themselves so seriously that it's like, you guys, like, what the fuck are you doing? You, you said it perfectly. You feel that tension bubbling under the surface, and it's not a good tension like in the slap episode. It's not moving anything forward. Just like, oh, we got to show up to our call time and film. Yeah. We got to put these old age costumes on and walk down the street for a shot. Like, they're treating it like actors, and this is where you see why they weren't successful actors to begin with. Oh, gauntlet thrown, but you're right. But they can't pull it off. Yeah. So when you see Jack's going my name's Hal I like strip clubs and I love pussy like you see that like you can't even do character work dude it's not fun it's not no. funny there's like even Bo's like watch the this the biggest I'll do swap it. was Bo right? the biggest of all which right? truly that was the moment that I was like I mean my eyes have been open to his shenanigans for forever but that was truly the final nail in the coffin where it's like everyone teed him up to land a joke and really like cement himself as a lawler and he fucking shanked it in that moment well, literally goes i'm he goes i'm luke, luke and i love shoes. shoes and it's like and what then he does the this fuck? fake like pulling out fake teeth space work and no. like sloppy and the thing is we did see in this episode why exactly they weren't working actors to begin with they so this show shouldn't have happened. This show was a fluke that just mm -hmm. happened to take off because these guys really did have real friendships. They were at the age where you do screw around your friends and like they caught it on camera. Now what they're trying to make it is something different and they don't have the acting chops to pull it off. Yeah. Haven't you had so many moments this season where you're like I don't know. Is Sandoval acting bad? Like, it seems like he's badly acting instead of being in a scene, you know? Yeah. Like, Realistically. Like, the scene with him and Schwartz when they were like having that whole kind of fight. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was like just because they were true. both in weird old man face yeah. that wasn't really moving. Like, so it seemed very uncanny valley. But then I was like, I don't think that this is a real argument. Well, that's the thing. And, and well, so Sandoval had like three duds in a row for me. And I, he's my favorite character was at that first, the Stasi, um, the Stasi fight was whatever. He seemed really into that. But then we found out that they had done that a couple times. Yeah. They did multiple takes of that. Then the next week you had like, uh, 
him with Bo in the first, you know, taking like, it's my Tom Tom. And that seemed really performative in a way that I haven't seen. I don't know. Like it just didn't that seem real funny to me. to me and a little bit more real. See, for me, it seemed like where like I'm, they're my customers. Maybe, I, maybe I just didn't want to believe that he would do that. You know, like it just was very extreme. I think Sandoval always manages yeah. a, a way to yeah. like, it was, it was a lot Blow your me. mind as a viewer where you're like, I, <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't do this. And then he always is going to do that <laughs> when it comes to He's like, like the share of Vanderpump rules. Yeah. It's always something new and different. Yeah. Um, but okay. So let's just like jump in from yes. the beginning. I was wondering why are they at Katsuya? Because they probably got permission to film there. Obviously. Yeah, true. And they were sh- they were showing SBE signs everywhere, mm-hmm. so they obviously had a deal with them to be able to film there. Because we, had j- I think we heard on like Randall and Lala's podcast. We, I think we you, see, you. I think, you know, I was standing outside with a boombox, like say anything. Randall I think we Lala's all podcast. heard. We can all agree. Per Randall, no, no. They said Saucy was saying that they were having trouble getting any people to approve location shooting in Italy so they don't know where their wedding's going to be. And I imagine that's probably why, like, you had all that branding all over the episode. Mm -hmm. You know? It's just for extra, like... Yeah, I think they have to, like, show the name to get, like... To be able to film there. Yeah, true. Okay. I love Dodie. Any flashback to Dodie being like, she still is kind of serving. She'll always, Dodie will always be Dodie. Yeah. And we have to respect her for that. Her face work is so good and it's so pure. And Katie could never, like, you know, Katie could never. Katie could never. Like, Stasi, maybe, but like, Kristen, it's so in her to just. Her face is so expressive and she's not a reactor. Even, yeah, but she's like a nuclear reactor. But you don't even feel like it's pushing. You feel like it's very genuine to who she is. Yeah, she's organic. When she's like, they're talking about her relationship, and she goes, "That didn't work for you." Was like <laughs> her August Osage County moment. <laughs> the Julia Roberts Oscar clip. Yeah. Yes, and then when she okay, so this is part of what I'm like. This season is intrinsically missing. Is the moment where Dodie's like. I was there for you, Katie, when Tom was cheating on you, like for all those years in a row. Yeah. She hit a nerve that was like, A, we all forget that he never outright admitted to like sleeping with anyone on the show. Like, never ever did we get a full admission of guilt from Tom Schwartz about that. It was always alluded to. They always fought about it, but it was never like fully addressed and like resolved. And so. When she finally said that on camera and Katie's reaction was like, so just like what explosive, I was like, okay, that's what I want to see more of. Like, that's where I'm ready for her to go like the extra mile and be like, when he did this, when he did this. And that's what you would get on a show like Real Housewives where they'd be like, come with the tea and like throw it out for everyone to see. But Kristen is so genuine and not she she doesn't have the verbal skills to do that. Like she gets and she's too not flustered. a vindictive. She's not vindictive to her girlfriends in that way. I think. Yeah, I feel like with a guy, she would be probably more ready to throw them under the bus. I mean, she would just flat out hit like DJ yeah. James Kennedy. Yeah, but like with these girls, and I think especially her relationship with Stassi and Katie, like that toxic kind of relationship, is just one where you can't throw you can't throw that shit because then later when 
the amazing flashback of them going, who cheats on such an amazing person like Katie? Goes, I guess I do. <laughs> oh, I Sorry, Bubba. Like, Sorry, oh, Bubba. Bubba. Sorry, Bubba. And like Katie's reaction, like as they were leaving the restaurant when she was like, shut up. Don't talk to me. Shut up. Like it was truly <laughs> like she could have. Kristen Doty could have gone off and destroyed Katie in that moment. And she gave her the grace of not doing it. But also I'm like, you're fired from the show. Like yeah. you guys need to like, that's what we're paying for. But when they're going to be, when is Katie going to do something interesting enough for it to come around on her? Finally? Never. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't do enough interesting things for anybody to ever freak out on her. And like they do on Doty or even Stassi seasons ago. She holds, things she holds i think emotions hostage behind the scenes with her female relationships and i think that's what she does with dodie where it's like the friendship triangular the triangular friendship between dodie katie and stassi is so is such that like if kristen was to say that on camera she knows that that would be severing ties with stassi and katie forever yeah because they work as a duo Stassi uses Katie to do her dirty work. Yeah, you need to henchmen. Yeah. Yeah. Like Stassi is now in a place where she's so protective of her own self image because she's trying to angle for her own shows, et cetera, that all she knows all she has to do is lean over to drunk Katie Maloney and be like, <laughs> they said that like Tom Schwartz was the problem. And then Katie will hulk out on whoever. And <laughs> yes. then Stassi just gets to be like, whoa, what a psycho to like whoever, whatever happens and be like innocent with no blood on her hands. I wonder if people go to the Hulk. Man, you really Katie'd out on that one. Yeah. Like, it yeah. should be Kate yeah. Maloney. You Maloney'd hard the other yeah. night. Oh my God, man. <laughs> I was worried about you. You got all Maloney'd. Yeah. Yeah. You have a little Maloney in your eye. <laughs> no, I just want like, I want, I want something to turn around on Katie because I'm just tired of the same old shit. Like it's the same old judgmental shit, whether it be your husband, your friend group, Kristen, you know, like. Yeah. I don't think you can because she has Stassi on her side and you don't want to piss Stassi off. There's like a hierarchy at play. And I don't know how, I guess it's always been there with this crew of people. So it makes sense that it would end up what worked for them would be ultimately their downfall in the later years. But like, I think it really is. If you come for Katie Stassi will destroy you. And then she'll eat you. And then she'll eat you. And then it will be over. (laughs) And like you can't. And she aligns with Schwartz. So it's like whatever happens to Katie or Schwartz, Stassi will shut it down. And she ultimately right now is kind of like the queen bee of Vanderpump Rules who has her own side hustles. Like she doesn't need this show. So she but she still controls it and remains in like the power seat. It's crazy. On next week, on next week's podcast, I did, I already talked about like the problematic side of Bravo. And like, I was just saying, like, in two years, remember all that shit Stasi did? Whether it be like the La La Land comment about Moonlight, not like it was everything was oh, too yeah. racial. And then the, the Nazi dress up on the, you know, like, she, oh, yeah. She, I was like, wow, all this happened a couple of years ago and we all forgot about it. And she's fine. She's like, oh, fine. this I've said before on this podcast, like, this show is like uncancelable. Unless you're Max and Brett. Unless you're Max and Brett, but like even they are still going to get some screen time this season. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, and can't it's like, they can't cut them and out fully. No one came out from Bravo's side. I mean, Lisa came to their defense, did a whole thing yeah. online, mm-hmm. like 
planted an article on radar yeah. about it, gave a full interview to the Daily Mail. Like she's uses that to her full press for her personally. Totally, yeah. And then Bravo says nothing. No, yeah, not they at take all. no stance against anything. That's why we were like, what will like what will be the will it be a murder? Will it like what will finally be the like Southern Charm, Blow Deck? You have all like, of these Thomas examples. Ravenel like raped yes, people. There's like, a court case that he had to settle, I believe, out of court to like not go to jail. Yeah. Like there is really problematic stuff in Bravo across the board in every show and Bravo never mostly never ever comments on it and I believe Thomas Ravenel is angling to get back on Southern Charm now which is insane. I'm sure he is but like I, the ability to come back and not just go away with your tail behind you know like no this is a great society we live in like, <laughs> people literally do not walk away they wait and then they come right back up and want to be at the same spot they were for what instagram followers no i mean just for attention and yeah. like money and i think the way that news works now is like you forget very quickly and easily like about a scandal because there's a scandal that follows right on its heels and so it's like oh people won't care about this like and if you're rich you or have the resources to pay someone off and just like make it go away yeah why shouldn't you just like angle back for like the top of the pyramid again? But it was interesting going back and like hearing all the stuff Stassi had said even on her podcast that she deleted and you're just like whoa that's some really hardcore stuff. And like Stasi is stronger than ever. Oh yeah. Like, Not only is it like through. say all that stuff, live it out very publicly and then not be that apologetic about any of it. And that's the woman that Bravo is like, let's propel her to the top. Yeah. She's our new Bethany Frankel. Let's like put yeah. resources behind her and go. Yeah. But I think that also speaks to like her fan base. I think that they really, a lot of what she says resonates. She's very Trumpian in that way. It's very interesting. You she know? has her own like, and I think now with fandom and like fame and stuff, it's different than how it was like, in like the golden days of like Brangelina, where it's like you <laughs> are very famous for like a niche amount of people. Yeah. But like if you can get that niche like really yeah. riled, then you have something to leverage. And I think that she's found that. And I think that's exactly yeah. like what Trump That's why I like to. how Netflix can have so many shows. They only needed to reach that niche thing of like, okay, we just need it to reach this part. That's all we need. Like yeah. that's our entertainment now today is just it's it's not on a massive scale anymore. Movie stars really won't exist the way they do now 30 no. years from now. The There's movie just star too is, much. model is dead. And now it's like you look at Instagram and you can find someone that has like 10 million followers that you've never heard of. Yeah. And you're like, how? But that's just like, that's But I'm like, that's world. what it's scary to think about the, like how this is going to uh, multiply over the decades. Like, where does it go from here? Like, this mm-hmm. is just... I, I'm I'm really curious. This you know? is the wild west of like influencer nation. Yeah, I mean, because it's not going to go away; it's just going to mutate. No. Why has Vanderpump resorted to these shenanigans? Is a note that I wrote myself <laughs> when they were you getting didn't say into shenanigans. Like, <laughs> whenever I say shenanigans, which is a word I've yeah. now used more yeah. beca- than ever because of Sheena yeah. and her shenanigans, like it's forever tied to Sheena. Now. Of course, yeah. Um. I miss the drag queens. Oh, from yeah, that, yeah. See, it made me really sad because I wish they had just done drag again. It's like when you keep going to the same well, and I—that's what I. 
you know, like remember that that great one of them all walking down the street in drag, and it yeah. was like Reservoir Dogs kind of, and you're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, that's awesome, man, they're in drag. Like, and Jackson drag was truly a horrific. Oh, but it like, was still like that's pretty funny, Jackson. Yeah. I'll give you a laugh at that. And now it was like four guys coming up to a strip club. Fucking, they only poor Peter didn't even get to dress up as an old man. Because he didn't he, even get invited, did he? Was he there? He was there. That's well, he wasn't. Oh. Well, we didn't see him at that strip club, but he was, was there. The it was one, with Sheena yeah. in the hotel room. But uh, yeah, we just saw four. It was just like a really sad imitation of what they've done before. It was a. It was like pandering to an audience that like didn't really want that. That's what I'm like. I feel like that's where they've lost their audiences that they, they're just kind of imitating what they've done because it worked so well in the past. Yeah. And like, I feel like literally someone heard last season, people being like, Oh, I miss drag. Like it's only funny when they like fight in costume and they were like, what can we do this season to make it really funny? It's like, just like find actually good people or like, Cancel the show and start a spinoff. <laughs> well, like I don't want, I don't want the cast to think they're smart enough to write the plot. Like I don't want them throwing in, going, "Hey, hey, producer Jerry, I got what's going to work. We'll do old age makeup. You don't have to worry about a thing. It's going to look great." You yeah, know? and that's what I feel like some of them are doing. They're mm-hmm. they're playing to what they think is going to be amazing TV. Yeah, and like what's interesting when it came to like the old man face was a i thought like to myself i was like wow sandoval is like a very considerate bachelor party guy like he feels like he's done a lot of planning for this bachelor party and i love that Jax is like i still fucking hate this guy i mean that that really almost threw me over like because i I mean, I hate Jax, but I play hate Jax a lot, but that really made me hate, hate Jax, where I was just like, you motherfucker, you got it so good. He said on that barge yacht last week that he called a barge that he was like, I really fucked over a good 80% of this yacht and they're all still here. That must say something, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, you're on a fucking show. This is your paycheck. But also, take that sentence seriously and thank the fucking Lord that they're all there. Thank the fucking Lord that Sandoval will take time out of his busy TomTom schedule to do, like, I mean, it's like yeah. the ungratefulness of him being a bridezilla when it's like supposedly the ladies' day or Britney's day. And I'm, he Were makes it not everything. for Sandoval, Jax would still be giving like swamp hand jobs in Florida. <laughs> Honestly, the best thing that Jax has ever done in his life is meet Tom Sandoval. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. No, I mean, honestly, he's the one that probably made Jax dream bigger. Yeah. But like that, all that bullshit of like, these are the streets that Jax was born. Like, uh, just please. throw Miami into the. Just yeah. because a John called you Jax once while he was <laughs> sucking your dick for for $50. You, you taste like a Jax. Yeah. Like, Sorry. Yeah. Is this too negative? Just I'll be that X. <laughs> Did you see the thing of the other night at the Super Bowl party? He goes, we're almost out of just had X. I'd say that's a pretty successful Super Bowl party. Oof. No, I just, didn't engage. He's probably just chugging just had X. I need just breaks sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I can't let it be my whole. Oh, world. I'm will... fully in. Like I'm, I'm going to die this year. No, yeah, I'm like... like welcome to my nightmare that was last year, where I literally <laughs> got like depressed because the show was so bad, and I was like. I can't live like this anymore. Like yeah. I have, there has to be more than just like Vanderbump rules. And it turns out there is a lot more, but, it, and thank God for summer. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, and by the way, just so the people listening, summer house came on yesterday. I know, like, but I'm like, it changed well, everything. Well, it's changed my sidewalk. life. I was like, I want to write like a love letter to summer house. It's <laughs> truly it's everything. To me. 
Jax's like projection of his own pa- like pathos onto Hal, his like old self. Three, but by three letter name like Jax. Yeah, Hal, Hal borderline personality disorder, loves yeah. pussy. <laughs> really loves pussy. That's all he has. Really is pussy. loves pussy. Never had anything other than pussy. Needs a breathing machine because his fucking sinuses are so busted. <laughs> there was probably actual oxygen in that tank. Yeah. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention last week that there when was, he was when he was so congested. Co- well, and also when he came in with the bones and the, like all. Oh yeah, that was like, like a, all just like when you give someone bones, you're on drugs. Yeah. Period. Yeah. No, totally. Enough said. Schwartz also was like kind of in brown face. <laughs> like not. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Not like, <laughs> I don't think consciously, but it got to a place of like, it was like an ethnic. And then he was doing like the Nico accent. Yeah, and was I was like, like, is it like, I thought he was about to like say he's an immigrant. And I, I was, was like, just, oh, don't, 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 don't. Something ain't right. Yeah, but that's a, it's horrible. It edged. It went to the edge and didn't go over. Good comedy. Another problem. (laughs) But he's like, but he's another one that like, they've all been told they're funny. So they think they can improv. And then it just kind of, it's just them throwing out lines that they have too much freedom. Like Jack's like practicing the like, oh, I'll say he loves pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's not in the moment. No, I don't know. Yeah. Are we being too negative? I don't know. I don't. I, that's all I right. like it. Hey, right. look, I have not. I've been trying to stay in the love and light and be positive about this season. And I think that there are a lot of interesting. There's interesting stuff going on, but it's all really under the service. Yeah. And I think it's important to like point that out. Okay. Danica is deputized. I want to call her Danny. I know you want to Dan. Danica. <laughs> she's been deputized to manage Sir alone during Pride. Also, this like B storyline of like restaurant uh, management and like the goings on of a restaurant is really when you know it's yeah. reached a low like, point. I feel like we're close to like learning how many vacation days employees get or 401k paying yeah. into. They had this, I think a bit in like season four, like there would be some episodes where it would be like, remember when Lisa was trying new recipes and then she tried <laughs> like a cabbage soup and that was like a full storyline. We, everyone was like, this is a, weird episode of Vanderbump Rules. Yeah. Now this is one of those where it's like you're doing like the menial management conversations and like, did you memorize your menu? Yeah. Like, who the <laughs> fuck cares? What's in the, the tuna Do we actually like who is watching this show? I mean, the sad thing well, I mean, anyone I am, that's yeah. listening to this podcast and you watch this show thinking that this is actually a good restaurant and you're like getting a glimpse no. into the restaurant industry. Let me just tell you, sir is a terrible restaurant. That's what, so I took my mom this past weekend for the first time. Oh, yeah. She loved she, it. Though. Well, but she, see, part of it was because she even told me this when she was tipsy. She's like, I feel closer to you. And oh, I was like, but it's also sad. That's also like, sad I should be you're like, why is it? No, but also like, I should like cooler things. And like, you know, it's like, <laughs> how has it come to this? <laughs> yeah, how is like, this the tie that binds? Yeah. <laughs> you would hope that you'd be like watching sunset on a mountain somewhere. Like, <laughs> like, I thought you'd own a house by now, but this is cool too. Yeah. This makes so, you feel close. Yeah. To you. So she ate the goat cheese ball. And I like I'm really livid that they only give three because I feel like they could give four. Yeah, easily. it's like three for six. And she's like, oh, these are delicious, and it was very performative. And I was just like, I was like, I can't. T-. I was like, Mom, are you being real? And she's like, I love it here. I love it. And we took the picture in the booth, and she loved that. It's a good mom restaurant. Oh yeah, and she moms and- like like that kind of aesthetic and decor. Like 
it goes it's like Disney World but for a mom. But I will say it's like the storyline is such bullshit. I could have managed that place on Saturday night easily. Like it wasn't yeah. it's not hard to like and and Danica It's not was hard like, to manage a place where people go in with their bar is set low to begin with and they're literally just going in to gawk at whoever's there yes. and get some goat cheese balls which are like pre-frozen and then thrown in a yeah, fryer there's ariana's brother we saw a star you know yeah. like and there's like there you know and danica's like uh, i'm just managing the lounge the lounge is one chair in the patio two tables over here two tables there's not this is all crazy made up it doesn't make sense to me yeah and she does she actually work at sir she does i saw her on saturday okay. night along with raquel Raquel, Raquel was has working. truly been bamboozled by this <laughs> she, entire process. I'm like, like justice for Raquel because I think she, she still thinks that like any day now they're going to come film her scene. But really, Lisa just got her to come and work at Sir for like free. Well, that's what I, I was saying the first time I was on there where they made me order blackberry cobbler for a scene where Katie came up and asked what I wanted for dessert. And they're like, order blackberry cobbler. And then I ordered it and then they fucking made me pay for it at the end. Uh, and I was like, you t- I don't even like <laughs> I don't like cobbler at all. I don't even eat desserts. And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, they're doing this show just so they can sell food. Like, they're doing this show. Like, they're all of us extras. We're idiots. We're paying for this shit, you know? That restaurant could function with one waiter on staff. Oh, like, easily. easily. But then I saw DJ Dins Kennedy, and I was like, Mom, Mom, DJ Dins Kennedy. Okay, yes, yes. Mom, mom. And it's just like, it's like, oh, the guy from the show. And like, he came up with his like backpack and he's like, oh, oh." and he's like, just kind of stood there for a minute. And I was already picturing like my picture with my mom and DJ James Kennedy. And then he like ran off into the night and I was, you know. The one that got away. Yeah, but we got Schwartz at the Tom Tom. So it was great. Yeah, I'm, my mom's going to be here for the live show in LA. And (gasps) maybe I need to take her to Sir. I need to get her into my world for a change. Oh my god! Because she actually would love to see Raquel. That was her favorite. Miss Channels, come pre-party show. with us. We're gonna do a whole pre-party before the show. Uh, she would probably do. Yeah, it. no. Yeah. I'm, I'm. If she listens, please come. <laughs> the girls all go to the strip club. Brittany gets her tits shaken by one of her friends, which I really appreciate. I thought it was that. a stripper. That was her. friend? I think it was a friend of hers. Because they were whoever really... did that did a, the Lord's work. They got right. They got deeply into it her. It was tits. like really searching for gold. Like yeah. it was. I was. I was. <laughs> there was so much movement. They covered a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really. It was... I didn't know that they were that like malleable. That's because I... I thought implants are just more like sturdy. Jack Spotter the best. Yeah, like, I think he only wanted... the best. Well, didn't he say queen. like teardrop a little bit? Like he wanted huge teardrops. I don't know if they I... achieved quite teardrop <laughs> status, but. <laughs> Maybe they haven't fully dropped yet. By the way, do you, as you get older with boob jobs, do they make them like hang a little lower? Like, do you go in for adjustments to like keep up with the age, or do you always have them like? I rock don't think salt? that a boob job lasts forever. I think that you have to get yeah, like diamonds. boob job updates ever. That's every what I'm saying. So yeah, often. like I don't know if it was like one of the like. Like, they, I think you have to get them redone. It's like a veneer. Or something what did it know like, like John Travolta and his wigs? Like, you know, he started getting his wigs like a little gray on certain wigs, and now, yeah. he, like, now he's like brave and bald but mm-hmm. for a time that he was like aging his wigs to try to like fool us yeah 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 i think with boobs well i don't because you know there's some people's boobs like i feel like tori spelling on that for a while where yeah, there's like that the weird space vertebra- yeah 
Yeah. Totally. So I don't know if that's just a thing where you're like so skinny that you get that weird or if that's a bad job. I don't you know. You just literally you gave me shivers, right? Thinking about I that. Saw, toys, uh, like, Ryan like, viscerally <laughs> shuddered for I, all the listeners. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like that weird cavern. Oh. Um, I love like Katie, you know, she has a Hawkeye for any of the guys. So she immediately spots them. And also it's like, why wouldn't you just try like if you're gonna dress up an old face, at least dressed in young clothes so that you're like a Wayne yeah. Diamond kind of look. <laughs> well, my boy Wayne Diamond, love that. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yes, why yeah. didn't they go like <laughs> like that? Would also have been funnier if they're like full Miami, just like old sleazy dudes. It's like they don't even get no, they don't. Comedy. My, my they've fa- never known comedy in their life. My favorite, one of my favorites. Now that I'm thinking, this was actually favorite when Sandoval was like they're putting on the makeup. He goes, "Hear what we do." We go in, okay? He's like, look, we go in. We, uh, we're we down on our luck. We're lonely, right? Okay, we sit there. <laughs> One of us makes a little contact, right? Maybe deep into the night. And he's like giving this sad story. And it's like, they notice immediately, you shithead. Cameras are pointed directly on you guys. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, I forgot about that. They came in. The ca- I was like, they're so obvious, like in their stupid outfits, not realizing, oh, there's a camera crew. No, but like in Sandoval's head, it's like a three hour thing before the reveal happens, and it's like happens immediately. Yeah, no, it's like right away. Yeah. Um, Ariana's excitement when she saw them, though, was amazing. Yeah. She was really, she was living her truth at that club. Uh, yes, as always. I feel. She fully went into like her like bisexual mode what was her her big line like i have a mortgage i have something. a mortgage bitch and like <laughs> and then her hair was kind of messed up and then she was just like riding sandoval as an old dude and i was like this is what i, I was like are we for. gonna get a yellow robe smith here uh also ariana signed me up for i got a notification <laughs> from candle delirium that i had won a free ride with angeline and I found out later that Ariana and her friend Logan signed me up for that. Yeah, what's that? Uh, so I have not gone on it. I'm a little bit reticent to go on it because I know that Angeline uses those as opportunities as to, to hit you shirts. up for like gas money. So, well, no, I so I did the I won a free ride with Angeline at UCB once when I mm-hmm. saw her at my friend's show, and I was like, yes, okay, cool. And then I called the guy, or the guy called me to schedule, and he's like, hey, but. Uh, so how many t-shirts do you think you're going to want? And I'm like, uh, I was like, how much are they? And he's like, I don't know, 50 bucks. And I was like, oh yeah. And so half of me was like, I don't know if I can afford the ride with Angeline. And then part of me was just really scared of like thinking about me in a car with Angeline. Cause like, what do you talk about? Well, that's, and I'm sure it would be cool, but like, it would also be just really scary if it goes wrong. And then I'm already so nervous in my everyday life already. <laughs> then I'm going to put myself in a, a pink Corvette with like, you know, somebody that I've not looked up to, but somebody that's part of Hollywood history. Yeah. Like I mean, like I've in my immediate, like my friend group of people that I know, multiple people have won rides with Angeline. Like, it's not hard to do. Well, can I tell you that, like, they acted like I won, and then I found out later anybody that put their name in the thing, they all they call all of them. And so yeah, I think that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I had my... Uh, another friend of mine texted me immediately, and she was like, don't do it, it's a scam. Like, I read about it online, like, blah, blah, blah. My best friend won a ride with Angeline, like, five years ago, and then she found out that it, someone was Never like... Never saw her again. Someone yet. was like, please make sure that you bring like cash because she's going to ask you she'll stop at a gas station and ask you to like fill up the tank or like ask you for well, gas money and he was like we'll stop at a coffee bean and tea leaf her favorite one on sunset you know and i'm like okay yeah. um but then i'm like okay well make good content 
Like, am I Are you allowed, allowed to, to record like, it? Like, I don't know, but then I'm like, is that weird? Like, I feel like... If you were allowed to record it, I feel like there'd be so many podcasts with, like, My Ride with Angeline, you know? Yeah. But also, then what if you got into an accident with Angeline and, like... I know, I don't want to die. But that's what I'm saying. If you die, like, then you're, like, the dude or the girl that died with Angeline. Yeah, that's tragic. People would mourn her far more than me. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They would. <laughs> they would. Love, they would totally the Well, they would mourn me, but she would really eclipse my mourners. Is no, because I think they would. It would be like the real tragedy here is an up and comer like Laura Marie Shane Halls. Oh, I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> who was about to do a string of live dates? And yeah, I know. Don't take me before my time. <laughs> Don't take me before I can take to the stage. Brittany and Jax's wedding picture is like blown up on the wall in a very stretched out aspect ratio, which I appreciated. But by the way, anytime Brittany sees a picture of herself and Jax, it's, it's ah! she loves like anything big heads at the end. She loves it. She's loves easy it. to please. Yeah, she, it's just her and an image of her and Jax. Yeah. yeah. Stop, uh, Katie goes off on Kristen and goes like she's like she's mad at us tonight. She's cut. She's cut. So she's already doing that like. When Katie gets like a modicum of power and loves to like lord it over someone that she perceives as like being weaker than her. Yeah. All it would take to truly all it would take is for Kristen to she could throw everything back in Katie's face so hard. And she just doesn't have like the guts to or, do it at or this maybe point. the extreme cruelty that it takes like for somebody like katie to not have empathy in situations yeah. i you think know? Kristen really does care about her friends like she does not i mean yeah she like fuck jack <laughs> but like <laughs> i think that saucy and jacks weren't together then yeah so you know there's that. It's not like she like fucked him while they were dating. She just like lusted after him while they were dating. And that's when the show, but that's when the show is good too. It's like, I'd rather see those kind of problems than any kind of racist tweets or anything like that. Like those kind <laughs> yeah. of problems, like, cause we all, I mean, we've all fucked around a friend at some point, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, not that bad. That was horrible. And I think also the big reason why Katie is so pissy with Kristen is because she's jealous that Kristen is actually taking action and breaking up with a guy that's beneath her. And Katie has never been able to do that. She met Schwartz. She got with him immediate, I think became convinced that she would never be able to do better than that. Yeah. And then he cheated on her multiple times, disrespected her time and time again. She does not feel confident to break up with him. Now they're married, a.k.a. stuck together for life or however long it takes before they get a divorce. And she sees someone like Kristen, who is like single, has a career, has a T-shirt line that's like about to go into a department store. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. Has a book that's about to come out, is like hustling her bustle. And like also it is taking her six months to like fully cut ties with her loser boyfriend, but she's doing it. I love that you go. And sure. It's taking for, yeah. I know. And she was like, we broke up in January and you realize it's like June when they're filming and you're like, okay, it has been a bit of a long time. I mean, I feel like that, you know, I agree with most of that. I feel it's a little stretch that she's jealous of because I feel like I think that she's projecting her own insecurities about her own relationship onto Kristen and being like, I think that there's some sort of mirror thing that's happening where Katie is like, it's like not happening fast enough for her or something, but it really is just like her own insecurities about her own relationship. 
Because that's always what it is when you have that kind of crazy emotional reaction to someone. It's really because it's triggering something within yourself. But everything Katie has in her life is from fear. She gets everything from fear. Tom is only staying with her because of fear. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like she has like she, you know, I don't know. It just feels like everything she has is because she's an asshole in some way. And they're scared of crossing her or making her mad or her scowl. They would rather, you know, it's just like, like... Schwartz will stay with her for the rest of his life because he is scared of her. Yeah. Like, period. I don't, she rules with an iron fist. I mean, like, the, he I mean, she, he is well-trained, you know? Mm-hmm. Schwartz going down, like, the line of all his skills. He goes, I'm prompt as fuck. <laughs> and I'm charming. Those are, like, the two things that he <laughs> brings to the table. Wait, are you talking about the fight with uh, Sandoval? Yeah, well, well, Katie tells, when she tells Schwartz that, like, Sandoval said that he's actually the issue and Stassi's, like, book signing, and then Schwartz is, like, defending himself, I'm prompt as fuck, and I'm charming. I remember the line from last season when he's cleaning the toilets, he's like, I wonder if this will be my only job at TomTom. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it will. That was also, I think, the creepy scene where he like weirdly took his pants off in front of Katie, and he had like these tidy whities. We saw like like, the outline of his dick far too many times for my liking in this episode. (laughs) But it wasn't like it was like whoa. It wasn't like it wasn't like like boogie nights. Like you know, it was it was a little white. It was a a married couple that doesn't have sex. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like so. It was asexual. It reminded me of like the beginning of Eyes Wide Shut, you know, before <laughs> they went through this transition of like Fidelio and like sex parties and, you know, like, you know, but like, where they're just like sitting around in their underwear, like talking. Yes, where yeah. Tom Cruise was in his tidy whities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and Nicole's reminded- in that camisole and they're just both like but unsatisfied. Even, it wasn't like Katie was like, give me that dick. Katie was just like, Ugh, like, no, they've like really killed the sexual vibe no, in their like, relationship. They it's like, put some sheet. No. Put a sheet between you. No. Cut out a hole. Put a sheet down. What? <laughs> Cut a hole. Put a Cheetos all around it and just go to town. Oh, yeah. Remember his romantic gesture? I'd actually kill someone if they did that to me. I know not. Like, I think any, any, I don't, you just know not to do that. And the fact that like that was romance like shows I don't know. That was the darkest moment in all of reality TV ever. Also, weren't they having raging diarrhea in Mexico? Like when that was going down. So why wouldn't you just be like bed of stains? Yeah, yeah, like why wouldn't you just be like go for that? Like it's like I'm sick of getting the wool pulled over my eyes because I see right through all of their bullshit. But anyway, I, just, like, I love when Katie gets mad, you know, like just Schwartz throws like red vines to the left and runs, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Okay, I believe that Danica is AI. She's Dude, like a robot. I, She's not a human being. You're so right. And I've seen this on real sex, I think. Like yeah. somebody with Danica's face in like a sex doll. Her face is truly just like, mm-hmm. 
Like she has the movements of a person, but it's like, she's a robot underneath. You're going to leave me with this multi-million dollar restaurant? Yeah. Lisa tells Max, Danica's managing sir. And then Max tells Lisa, James is DJing Tom. I'm like, why are we watching? It's all, it's all like exposition where he's like, and like, but I like that it's like, he's like, you worry about your business over here, Max. She'll do over there. Like, setting up some kind of weird competition she really makes it seem like managing is the hardest thing that's ever been done in any history of any job and like the peak career move that you can make because like later in the episode when dana's serving she goes if she plays her cards right she'll be managing before you know it i was like that's a descent i was like run that's what I'm saying. when are we gonna stop for to like no like, one who believes that like managing sir is the pinnacle of life. They used to like admit that they were actors and stuff. And Danica's like, just got out of college and now I'm managing this multi million dollar yeah. restaurant. Like they used to be able to admit, well, I'm trying to be a dancer or a singer or yeah. you know, like, and now they're like, I got into management in college. And now I'm here running like the top restaurant in all of Los Angeles. God, at least, yeah, at least they were like transparent failures. No, it's just weird. They're rewriting history. And now it's like all this, like, I swear to God, they will one day have, Lisa Vanderpump's The Apprentice. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they she would start her own college. But like also, is Peter getting pushed out as a manager? Because he's like actually there as a manager most nights. Yeah, I wonder about his job. Did he get is this like her low-key message to Peter that's Peter. like you've gone on vacation and left me in a lurch, and now I have no option but to implore Danica to take over as manageress. <laughs> Until you can get down to a B cup, we're going to have to move you to the lounge. <laughs> Sorry. I'm... You know I like your hair curly, <laughs> not straight. This is what you get. Danica's in charge. <laughs> um, well, my candle company's taken off, so. Danica loves going woman to woman. That And that's a classic AI move, too, to be like, we're both women here. Something about robots I've noticed yeah. is, well, as a woman, do like you- Like Raquel was the first generation AI that was introduced to the Sir universe, and then they were like, okay, some tweaks need to be made, and then they introduced Danica, who's really like Sir AI 2.0. Yeah, if you guys think that's actually the original Raquel, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. Like, the Raquel that Raquel we see now is two inches like, multiple taller. system upgrades. Yeah, and she looks great. She's doing great. But as a woman, do you go woman to woman a lot with other women? No. You- uh, because if we are talking, we're already woman to woman. Oh, so wait. So you think she's saying woman to woman to prove that she's not AI? Yeah. Like, she's like... Woman, woman to woman, to as woman. One woman to another as woman. a real human breathing woman as a woman oh that's yeah. a great way to think about it mm-hmm. yeah because i was like why else would she say she says it later in the episode too yeah when they talk again she's like okay yeah because woman to woman i just want to it's like okay we get it it's actually so much more fun to think about sir being filled with like cyborgs and ai and that's like the staff the only real person maybe be like max lisa's son Mm -hmm. yeah he just everyone else is just a robot at this point yeah poor ken danica's trying to start drama telling which i missed the first time around i just like spaced out and like didn't clue in which already tells me that this drama is like i'm not buying into it are you talking about the scene at the mac that max slept with at adriana and then fucked her friend on her 30th birthday which i was like okay tight if he did that like hell yeah but it took me two watches to really like pick up on that's what the 
goth Max was. is a silent killer. We're, or, or we're supposed to believe he's a silent killer. I think he probably is. Because I get, like, I can <sighs> see the energy, but he's not bringing it. But I think they're also editing him out post-racist tweet. So, so I don't you know think, if we'll you think ever... if we had the full experience. I think if Max, we got the full Max experience, he's... we'd have some feelings. Because I already was, like... When posited with like a shoot Mary fuck situation, yeah, I said already. like fuck Max, shoot Brett, marry Dana. Yeah, I love Dana. I do like Dana a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Danica tells Dana like about the Adriana thing or Adriana, and she's like, Yeah, and then he fucked her best friend on her 30th birthday. And Dana pauses and she goes, I feel you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love that Danica goes and didn't give her the closure that she needed. <laughs> so that's pretty closure to me. I was like, wow. That's a pretty clear sign, yeah. Um, Back in Miami, Kristen's tit is hanging out of her dress. Tight. And she's just like laying on the floor. Then Jax tries to have like a one-on-one moment with her late night style. And I was like, what is this scene? That's I, I literally wrote that I was like, if you think about the history between those two... Of just like the night, the long nights that they've had together. And now they're sitting in front of each other at a table at Jax's bachelor party. And she is confiding in him. I mean, I don't think Jax is even listening really, you know, but like that's just so dark that she's still. And the darkest line ever was said towards the end of the show by Brittany. What, What did she say? She literally said about Kristen, she goes, me and Jax are kind of like Kristen's good example. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah. It was oh crazy. yeah, I wrote that down too. Yeah. But we'll get there and we'll go off. Uh, Schwartz and Sandoval resolve their issues with their scene that I couldn't tell if it's just like there's bad acting or just their old faces aren't moving. When I saw this, when I saw this in the preview, I literally thought they were part of like some groundlings. It was like a groundlings <laughs> episode where they were like, sort out your issues by dressing up like old men. Cause it seemed like they were being coached in the little snippet I saw in the preview that yeah. I was like, Oh, I bet they're on stage at the groundlings and they're like, they have argue to like out act your out. Feelings, yeah. You know? And it turned out it was this. No, it was this. And it just didn't really ring true. And then I love the like Sandoval's I'm king of I'm sorry, but. Yeah, the, yeah, the editors trolled him pretty hard with but all I, that. I get it. Yeah, he's sorry, but when has he really truly been wrong? That's but but also I love some. See, I'm I'm I hate I I keep, but I he love somebody it. that's polite enough to say at least I will say I'm sorry because I know friends that'll be like I'll never apologize. Oh period, yeah, period. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that he cares enough to like <laughs> you won't hear Jack saying I'm sorry. No, never. And then Ariana's like his butt is not a butt. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, why are you here in the middle of this fight? You're so wasted. You're like literally physically like kind of coming between them. And then Schwartz is dead eyed. He's like fully blackout. (laughs) I literally thought he was like when Sandoval got like started kind of raising his voice. I thought he was going to like think it was Katie. Like, sorry, Bubba, Bubba. Sorry, Bubba. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Bubba. But then I got really into it when tom was raising his voice and he was being like our literal fucking business Business. is on the line and i wrote you don't understand we can't serve we can't serve alcohol without food (laughs) tom i wrote tom is an old man is wise (laughs) (laughs) sandoval once said confucius once said no it's 
It was like you saw Schwartz try to stand up for himself, and Schwartz is just such a guy that wants everybody to get along that halfway through he was like, "He's like, you're you gotta right. take me serious as a partner." I'm sorry too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm goes, sorry. Yeah, I have a different skill set. I'm sorry. Uh, like, he did make one good point. He was like, "I don't care enough about like the bit." He basically care. was like, "I'm horrible at this job, yeah. and you're too good at this job, so that makes us the perfect yin yang to just be like okay." At this and job. I love that he gave him. You are the heart and soul of Tom Tom, which is I, true. It is true, and I love that because I think Sandoval does need to hear that. He is so proud of that place, but I love that Schwartz gives him that. You know, I love it yeah. still in that friendship stage where they're not hating each other like Jackson Sandoval, you know? Mm-hmm. And I worry for their relationship. I mean, I think Tom Schwartz is such a pushover that I don't know if it will ever explode truly. Well, I get worried because I... But I think with someone like Katie in your ear all the time... Well, that's what I'm saying. And I watch all my stories, my Instagram stories. I call them my stories. stories. And before I go to bed... and settle I, in like Kylie Jenner who likes to just get comfy in the bed. Do you slice up some apples like Kylie? Get in my footies. And I know they, you know, Schwartz seems to be hanging out a lot with Jax and Bo. And I feel like Sandoval gets DJ James Kennedy and Ariana. But like that crossover there, I just, I I know Schwartz loves Sandoval. I know that and Ariana, but I just feel like that whole side is very powerful. You know, you got Jax and Stassi and Katie complaining about Sandoval potentially. Which is insane to me. The Jackson Stassi are so tight as like couple friends that I know I know this is not political I know, but like he is Trump to me. Like I don't I just don't get it. He can screw up as many like he can say the craziest shit. He still does it every day on Twitter. He still does like he can say the craziest stuff and these guys really are all still there. They find ways to still be mad at like Sandoval and shit when like this dude literally fucked your best friends, like everybody. Yeah. Like the reason he, he goes on about and realizes I've fucked everyone over on this boat. Yeah. Like I've betrayed one by one every person that knows me and they're all still here. They love to see it. Yeah. What if I just start crying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ariana goes, you guys smell weird. And Schwartz goes, I know I smell really bad. But then they all slept in their weird old man face, which I was because shocked. Because nobody has sex anymore on the show. No one has sex. That's what like. And by the way, Jack's probably no. I mean, no. I think Schwartz and Jack's purposely stayed in their makeup so they didn't have to have sex. They're like, oh, Bubba, I can't have makeup. Bubba, no, 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 no. I was touch shocked that, that Sandoval, king of self care, didn't wash his face before bed. He must, felt- have, he must have been slammered. He must have been hammered and like because. It was disappointing that somebody that's trying to learn said, how to take care of his face to yeah, watch him do that. When they were like, when they the ladies sent them off the movie, the movie star makeup artist. We got professional who, Miami movie, movie makeup, makeup artist. Yeah. They said like, call us and we'll come in at three in the morning and yeah. take your face off. No, she even said five in the morning. Like they were there. So they must have been like, I just want to pass out. Yeah. And then... It, Bubba, no, Jax makeup goes, on my dick. I'm ready to stop being Hal and be Jax again. And I wrote, it's not the first time you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katie is still pressed about Kristen and Carter. Is like, me, like rolling over in the bed. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is more personal. Like, this is her own. She's like living vicariously through Kristen and Carter's breakup. I mean, imagine waking up in a Miami bed on like like Next not stinky tom short no, no but i'm saying imagine like imagine waking up knowing that you don't have to have a real job and still finding something to like hate about somebody else's relationship katie 
has never taken on a single responsibility outside of like witches of weho wine which like tbd how even much of i see some people drink it but like i still don't see it anywhere. it's not like, a thing yeah her beauty blog she wrote like three posts for and then abandoned it she is truly the person that's done nothing this entire time and just cashes the check you would think that she would actually try and like bring her a game to the show or just wake up and be like zippity doodah like happy fucking like do you want me to go out and get something for everybody to eat like yeah, just stay in there just bitching like about everybody else the whole time <sighs> Dodie is packing and her mic pack is <laughs> back in its jabberwocky place in her shorts and i was like i love this Dodie energy Jax is freaking out <laughs> i am here i wish that we had had 30 minutes of jacks just stuck in old man face because it something fell off to him and he couldn't handle it i anymore. literally became fully erect when he was stabbing his face with a knife <laughs> i was like this is it's like nipples hard erect i was like this is what i've wanted he's just stabbing himself with a butter knife and i've imagined doing that so many times <laughs> <laughs> his discomfort was my pleasure yeah it was like, just him he goes i can't look at myself he can't look at himself in the mirror and then you just hear him like out in the hallway being like i swear to god i swear to god i need this off my face i can't even keep my eyes open i have to like hold them open and then he rips his hair off and his disgusting sweaty thick hair underneath where it's just been marinating and like sweat and sebum all night and then the makeup artists come and they go no 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 why do you know why it's such a no 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 to just like rip well, because, that out well, like they, they put on. it on with like probably really intense spirit glue so it like it will tear your skin right off unfortunately we didn't see that here yeah which would have been hysterical it, it like did look Hellraiser. like it gave him a bit of appeal though because he was looking he like look extra very, exfoliated and by young. the way i still like i still am so angry that you said he was so fuckable this season like i'm so i'm still so angry i just don't, there was a fuckable energy i don't know I what don't, to say but, like don't like don't this is how <laughs> don't i'm not gonna fuck jocks i swear no, but just like don't even like can't you your brain go like i there's other fuckable people on the world i don't even need to think that about him because he would just screw me i don't know like it just upsets me i'm not like, like emotionally investing i'm just saying like objectively he's more fuckable when he breaks your heart do not come to me okay i will not fucking be <laughs> i love that you're like just don't he's not gonna treat you right i'm like i'm never signed up for him to treat yeah. me right How? hope you're happy i'm like that's part of the draw is that you know that he would just like abuse you that's so bad that people have that view, like just wanting to be abused. I know, but Ryan, people grow up with a lot of issues in their life. <laughs> like what kind of issue? <laughs> Dodie and Sheena go to the pool and uh, to avoid Katie and Stassi. And suck down like vodka cranberries at 10 a.m. This was my was... favorite summer loving type scene of like the beach goers and the pool goers. Mm-hmm. And then Jax's weird bloated friend that's like there randomly. Who was that guy? His dealer. And Jax looks about 10 years younger. Oh, I think because he, had, he had a shave and then that skin, it ripped off like the layer of skin. They said, Sandoval said something in this that I thought was like, I was like, ooh, that's kind of a neat little tidbit was that they were like, oh, I feel so bad. And Jax was like, fuck, I might have to, I might have to drink. And he goes, usually you don't drink after a day of drinking. Like he said, Jax had a rule yeah. that he never drank after a day of drinking. And then I was like, whoa, that's a neat little insight. Like, and then he, he's like, was, we have he to. just hydrate and then he has to. But then I was just like, now all those nights where I was like, Jax either drinks or he doesn't. Like he has one on, one off. Yeah, that was weird. 
Then Katie is literally dressed like Christine Baskets. <laughs> she, <laughs> it's a great show, by the way. Everybody should. She check it out. is fully on the. I was like, why is she dressed like this? She is in a Christine Baskets. They could do this <laughs> side by side. I, by the way, Sheena was so great to watch in the pool. She's like, friends aren't meant to be in your life. Friends aren't meant to be. Sheena is imparting a lot of wisdom. She's like, friends friends. come and go. Like, sometimes you're just not meant to be friends with people. Anyway, and I was like, yes. So happy. Like, listen to Sheena. Sheena's got it made. She is living her life. She's in a condo in Marina Del Rey. She has a good investment property in Palm Springs. She's like, like I said, good as gold. (laughs) It's as good as gold. I'm the girl I want to (laughs) be. Shake that. She just like says, she just starts reciting. Like like a boss. I'm like a boss. Not everyone's meant to be lifelong friends. Did you did you kind of notice the lack of Lala in during this episode? Well, like oh. she was always in the background. She did like the she did club. her she little her, like, like mm, dance totally. where I'm like, okay, she might be having fun. Yeah, but I think also Lala's probably in a bit of hell during this. Like she I shows up so. to the call like, time. I would hope so. It is as someone that's done like sober January and other sober months. Yeah. It's not fun to be around really fucked up people when you're sober, for me at least. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, readers, feel free to weigh in. Do you love like It's an overwhelming... Out? It is fun. It's Actually, a lot I, of, love I, it. I love no, it. No, I, I actively dislike <laughs> it. And even taking an edible around fucked up people is even worse. <laughs> when you're on different levels of fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. Lala's just like stone cold sober. Like, I just don't see how she could be having that much fun. Do we know if she's sober from weed too? I yeah, think she's like fully sober. Oh, she's fully sober. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dana's cat Leo is my favorite kind of cat. Yeah, it was a cool cat. That's a Devon Rex. I didn't know that she was a Devon Rex head, and then that gave me major Dana points. See, like you know, even types of cats and stuff like that. Well, like- I grew up in like a weird cat family oh, okay. where I've like our families had like thirty three cats. Oh, and then my dad's favorite kind of cat is our Devon Rex. So he at one point had eleven of them. Did you call your dad this week and go, "Guess what?" No, but I made it made me think of my dad, and then I was like, "Oh, Dana's on the Devon," and I was like, "Oh," and then I thought of my family, and it was a it was a good full circle moment. (laughs) Um, Dana calls the Caprese salad the most accurate description of a has <laughs> three heirloom tomato pieces and a blob of mozzarella. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I, I believe the Jezebel article about that <laughs> described it exactly the same way. Max denies fucking the sir chick and says Danica's just making everything up. It, what he says when he was like, Oh, that's no, that's totally not. Are you kidding? No, like, and that's a very guy. He's a bad liar. Yeah, he's a bad, bad he liar. He tries to like lie to Lisa. It's bad. But like that, I was trying to think of like, what if he was just like, oh yeah, like I didn't like that girl, but I liked this other girl. So I took her home. Like how would have Dana responded to that? I think she probably would have been cool with it. Like I, I think, think she Dana gets- doesn't care that much. Yeah. I think like producers are like, you are, guys are going to be like a storyline. So you have to pretend that you kind of like this person. It's like, like when you fall in love with your co-star on a movie, like, or like Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Smith where Brad and Angelina. But first. she, I don't think really likes Max that much. I would hope, I mean, no, no offense to Max. I, that's another thing that I just don't get. Like, I don't get like Sheena. Sheena gave him an Apple watch. Sheena. And he's uh, wearing that Apple watch in oh, every scene. He um, still wears his Apple watch. I was there Sheena. on Saturday. I watched him check it. it and I'm not joking. 
at least 20 times when he was walking He by. loves his Apple Watch. Loves the the watch is very much in use. In fact, so much so that I was like he I know he loves it because he would probably be super aware not to do that because it's a little embarrassing, that storyline. And I would figure he'd be like, you know what? Let's chill on looking at the Apple Watch. The guy's looking at it nonstop. Yeah. Like I almost wanted to it's just a huge take a picture part of with the life. watch. Like could I take a picture with the watch? Oh my God. Yeah. You should have anyone that goes to Sir, you should find Max, take a picture of him. And then- and well, with while he holds up his wrist with the Apple Watch on he's it. He's cut him cut completely out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I got one with the watch. Peter is straightening his hair. This was a great scene, I thought. A I love that. Scene. It's a little glimpse of like their get ready process. Like where Peter in a hairnet? Like I was like, that he's, was like, I get it. He's gonna take a I do this all the time where I take a body shower and just I don't wear the hairnet, but I put my hair up and then I just shower the body in the face. It's because he has lengthy like are guys my size hair, guys my length thing. hair are supposed to wear that if I don't want to get my hair wet? I just no, usually don't I would put say, my hair under the water. My I would say just if you have short hair, you should just always put it under the water. Really? I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you how to why shower. Why don't you let me live my life? Why don't you go fuck Jackson? How about just go fuck Jackson. Yeah. That's how you feel. What if you just hear a mic slam down? I'm and literally you just hear like, a door Ryan, shot? I'm not going to fuck Jackson. <laughs> let it go. You said that one time. You're so fuckable. Hey, Lars, fuck Jack's over there right now? Yeah. Raquel's at Sir working hard for a paycheck. You literally just see her popping in the background. like She goes, I have two espresso martinis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard James is going to DJ. Yeah. Danica goes woman to woman again. Dana learned the menu. She, the, <laughs> I love, she comes over to, oh, first they go to the final stage of the bachelorette party where I was like, how is everyone like still alive and drinking after? Oh, yeah. And their energy like, levels. I don't want to go to another strip club. We're not going to another strip club, right? Like I'm their gone. energy levels are so low. And I'm like, this is truly in your mid thirties when it's like three nights in a row of being much. like out way too much. Like you can do it all in two nights. Yeah. Brittany gives everyone sashes and she goes, Sheena's is coffee addict. <laughs> 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 which i died i love that it's like a sash to give someone <laughs> Kristen starts silly dancing for stassi like trying to kind of seduce her and yeah. talking to her and stassi really kind of gets tickled by it for a second it yeah like. it warmed it, yeah. it warmed stassi's heart like, dance for me and then then the darkest sentence of the whole show that yeah. you were saying because she's talking to Bo about watching stassi and Kristen talk and she goes she- I feel like Kristen looks up to mean Jax's relationship. Uh, yeah, as, as as something that can like, you as know. Something that she would want. As rise like a phoenix after something bad happened. I'm like, honey, uh, God, but, I pray. But that's no. but that probably love language. Is, is that like, that's her of like saying that you did the right thing. We look up to you, Brittany. You are the leader of our group now. Like, I think she loves that adulation. Yeah. Well, I think that she loves the idea of standing by her man and being like a partner in that sense. I I think she loves that more than she loves like herself because the whole thing was like, I love Jack so much. Like, I'm going to be there for him and get forgive him. And like, that's like what I feel like I need to do without taking into account, like how disrespected she's truly been over the years and how disrespected she'll continue to be forever now. And like, 
it's more important to her to be like a good wife or like a good girlfriend. That's what, like what a good girlfriend does. Yeah. It's very, I don't know. It's kind of backwards thinking. I mean, it just, it just, it, it just cracks me up. And the fact that Kristen really is looking like, it really does seem like she's telling the truth though, that Kristen is looking to them yeah. as a couple that's like, and that like darks me out fully. Like, but I think Kristen's always kind of had a thing for Jax. Oh, and I think that that is ties into you jealous her <laughs> fine. Chris, you go fuck Jax again. <laughs> I think that she, I think it's still, there's underlying bubbles of like, just like flirty feelings with Jax. I think he's the one that she could kind of never land. That's if I ever, if I ever write a play, it will be, it's the, a good, it'll be the night of that drive thing. Because I always in my head, like, what was it? It started silently. The movie's on. It's silent. Whose hand brushes? Like, like, does it brush? And then it's like, oops, sorry. And then, it's, no, it's fine. And then it's like, it brushes again. Like, what's the dialogue that happens? Like, what's the, like, shh, I think it was shh, a foot shh. dick moment. Like, it was like, she was probably laying down. He was on the other side. And then, and like, she a felt foot a <laughs> creeped over. And you know he likes feet. And then I think a foot crept over and maybe he started rubbing her foot and then it was just like more rubbing and then she like kind of rubbed her foot and on then his And she dick. felt like his thing move a little bit through yeah, the Yeah, and then it just kind of, of like Levi's. moved from there. Yeah. So do you think there was any dialogue? Do you think there was like, shh, like, no, no, no. I think it was just they both knew they had to be quiet. It was a, we've seen that apartment. It's a very small apartment. It was, didn't they not kiss? Yeah. It was all a, just like Like fucking. pretty woman, not on the lips. Yeah, and... I think it was just like, it was like a hot, bad thing for both of them to do. But then it was probably really hot, which is why they met up again to fuck. And then probably the second time it was not that, that hot. Cause you're in Jax's like weird Koreatown like, studio with a bicycle hanging over your head on the wall. You're blowing Hal right now. <laughs> Ooh, Hal's going to come. Hal loves Hal that loves pussy. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Families don't listen to We apologize. To this we apologize. Lisa's wearing a pillbox hat in Sir, which I was truly like, she's lost her mind. I've never seen such a thing. She's worn a lot of hats, but she's never crossed like a Jackie Wait, O. Is this the scene with the, the ahi tuna and like, tell me what's on it? Yeah, this okay, is the yeah, scene yeah. with like the tuna and the couscous. Can you tell me what it comes with? And then she, Dana's like, it comes with slaw? And she goes, yes, cabbage <laughs> slaw! Yes, the cabbage slaw. <laughs> but also, did you notice like Dana said it? Like, when she was like, duh-duh, duh-duh, cabbage slaw. And like, I would, I, I thought the reaction was going to be not good enough. It needs to go fast. Like, and, yeah. But she was like, yes, yes, yes. cabbage <laughs> slaw. And like, she was like, Kin, she got it. And he goes, huh? jiggy is literally dead okay so every time someone speaks jiggy blinks his eyes this so lisa i believe was holding jiggy in the scene Mm -hmm. and ken was barely moving what i think is that there is some kind of symbiotic life force happening like et and elliot and et and like ken needs to have that's why he's always holding jiggy because it's the only way he can actually move so when lisa like ken's just fully out of commission he's like oh (laughs) he's like just dying he's like give it to the poor man you know he needs a dog to live because she handed the other dog puffy to the woman that was sitting with him that didn't get any sort of cry on (laughs) those two gays that they brought in 
they did get a crown, but I, I was joking with Carrie. I was like, that one, like on the left, relapsed actively during this. Starts like chugging wine. Final eleven espresso martini. Like these martini. poor guys that she dragged into Sir. I bet they. I bet she makes them pay for their portion of the meal too. Yeah. Then Brett comes up and flirts with Ken and Lisa. Well, so this is my favorite thing. He goes. uh you know, you want to work out? Well, I don't think I'll be working out. You know, and he makes a joke, and then he goes, "Hey, kid, you want to work out with me? I'm gonna, or you think I'm gonna wear you these? You gonna wear some sleeveless tops with me?" And Ken just sat silently. And he goes, "Huh? I saw you up, huh? huh. I saw you up if I did, huh?" Like, and it was like out of it was like a really weird moment. He where clapped I was like, back. He clapped back, and then he goes, "Huh?" Oh, like he laughed at himself. He goes, "Oh, good one." Ken, Ken. made a funny. He made a funny. This is like. <laughs> Lisa's like, my man's brain is good as ever. These two oldies. I believe that Lisa holds Jiggy and actively pumps his heart with her hand. Like, like whenever she's holding him, she's going, do, 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 do. (laughs) Yeah. What's that? (laughs) Jiggy's past the point. Like, some, I'm, it's as a dog owner, and you are a dog owner too. I think that. And you've probably had friends that have had dogs that have gotten really old, and I have as well. And I think that there's a point where it's like the dog is not having like a quality of life anymore. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, they love the dog. They don't want to, but it's like, this time doesn't. I feel like this is the time. Someone needs to lightly take Lisa aside and be like, if next week we get a scene with Danica pulling Lisa aside going, I would be like, I'm back in. I'm back fully (laughs) into this show. I'm fully in. Someone needs to intervene. I'm just saying. Or like, what if, like, what if poor Jiggy, God forbid, like dies at Pride next week? Like, it's too much for Jiggy. He is truly with, like, he goes into like a Justin Bieber chamber every night the hyperbaric chamber, the hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, that is how Justin, jiggy lives by the way just really off topic real quick we're just going to sit around as a nation and let him sleep in a hyperbaric chamber we saw the last time this happened was mr jackson like that's how i grew up was like michael jackson in the 80s and it was like he has the elephant man's bones and he sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber and like now justin is sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber we don't want this we see this how the story ends well then i started googling hyperbaric chambers because i was like how much they cost that doesn't look that expensive <laughs> and then like yeah because it's zippy and plastic like, well, what's and then, in that box behind me it's about 13 to fifteen thousand. okay so it's a it's, it's a, like a it's, it's a, a wish list item it's a wish yeah, list yeah, yeah. item yeah. there are different kinds but i would want like the, the, top, the good yeah one. i want yeah. the justin bieber kind that makes sense yeah. i would have i would sleep in a hyperbaric chamber i think Which it's chamber? cool <laughs> yeah. let's not I'm ready to destigmatize hyperbaric. Uh, wait, you don't think anything else is concerning about Justin Bieber's behavior? Uh, I think everything is concerning. Okay. Maybe if somebody like you decided to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber, I'd give it a second thought. But Justin Bieber, I'm like, it it gives the hyperbaric chamber community a bad name. Yeah. All the good people, we don't have the spoke like he's the spokesman for hyperbaric chambers now. Yeah. You I'm don't on want like that. a free Haley tip. Oh. That poor girl does it. Like, she said in an interview, she's there to serve Justin. That's her God. Like, that's what God has put her on this earth to do is serve Justin. Yeah. I'm like, wake up. Wake up. We do this thing on my podcast. Well, I do do this thing on my podcast where, like, I got 
fixated on this one clip where he he was calling like 16 year old girls and telling them to stream his song oh yeah and like in this one girl she's like she's crying she's like yes and yes and, yes, and, and there's like he goes hi hi how are you how are you and like you can tell he's just you can tell he's, he's talked to it. so many girls throughout his life it. that he doesn't he's like hey hey and she's like justin justin and then there's a pause he goes do you have your computer with you <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and she goes, yeah, and then she goes, no, no. <laughs> the one time she doesn't bring her computer somewhere, she's like, there's no. no way Justin will call. And he's like, okay, he's like, have you streamed Yummy yet? And then he starts doing accent work on the call just to amuse himself. Yeah, it's hysterical. It's really. I think. Did you post that recently? I thought. Yeah, I thought. like I. Well, I and I. I had a real mental breakdown on the podcast while I was listening to it, and I Love. was rolling laughing like. Tears. It was like three in the morning. Tears coming down my. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. It's pretty magical. But then I was gonna because he was like stream yummy, and I was trying to find an actor. I was like, I had an actor at my work that was gonna do it, where I was gonna be like, hey, and they're like, oh, it's right, man. I was like, stream so bad, it's good. Do it, do it now. Stream do it now. so bad, it's good. Do you have your computer? Do you have your, com- do you have your computer with you? Imagine like your your hero is Justin, and then he asks you if you have your laptop with you. No, he he's like not even trying to be charming. During no, that like call. there's no charm at all. And that little wispy mustache, like I remember that time when you could start growing mustaches, and you're like, what if I did it with like weird glasses? And like he's in that phase, and I I think he's like he could possibly lose every fan that he's ever gotten by the time he goes on tour. I don't think he will. I think the fans are there for life. I think when you imprint on people that young, they just, they're forever fans. It's like the Swifties. They're forever fans. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something that I'm like, how far do you go with somebody that it seems, I just don't think he's ready to go on tour again to stadiums. Like he seems like he's, he's very he's much struggling. fragile. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, and he, he admits that in his YouTube new documentary. And, and I thought it was cool for him to talk about like addiction and drugs and be very open about that. Yeah. And like the struggle that he's had with his mental health as a result of that. But I also am just like, this is a terrible relationship model for young people to watch. Yeah. It's like the Haley and Justin relationship. I think it's dark sided. I think it's like, I feel weird being like she doesn't have enough clarity, like being like she can't make this decision. But I really think Dude, that her like, dad is Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. I'm like, like, no, it's like, I mean, if you do, if you do it like that, she might be living in like slightly better of a situation. Also, she was a fan. He just married well, a fan. Can I look around your I'm like, I literally look around and I go, hey, can I tell you something? No. So the rumor on this, and I this is pretty high up, is that supposedly they were in the Hamptons when Haley was like younger. And mm-hmm. like they were like supposedly Justin took her virginity. Like she had always been in love with him and he took her virginity. They weren't dating or anything like that. It was like in his like womanizing phase. Was this when they first kind of were spotted dating before they like remember they dated for like a month or something, and then, he and then they broke up, and then a year or something yeah. later, they it got was back like, together and got married. But it was like he took her virginity, supposedly, and that's why it's even more like that's in and it that's goes why with his like, religion and stuff yeah. like that, you know. And if you think about it with that terms too, it's even really interesting. Well, yeah, she does have the kind of look at him and the way that it's like a first love or like that guy that you just are obsessed with in high school and yeah. like follow around and would do anything for. Yeah. But I'm like, and I guess she, I mean, she's getting something out of it too. She's getting more fame, more money, like a lot more opportunities. So I'm like, go girl, I guess. But I'm also just like, what are you like? 
every single person around you is praising you for subjecting yourself to just like daily abuse from this person. But like, if you think of it, like that's what she thinks her sole purpose in life is, then it's like, wow, like that whole serving that like there, I, I talked about this with my sister a lot over like the break. Cause she's super religious is that, you know, that whole, like you are supposed to give it up to the man, you mm-hmm. know, like there is that whole rhetoric in religion about like the man's word is king, you know? Yeah. It's really interesting. Oof, it's Ugh. very interesting. I wrote, is everyone rolling on this last night? Yeah. Uh, I would hope so. Like, I mean, that's, I really would love the drug situation in some of these scenes. Like, I would, you know, they do that, like, uh, fun fact, producer fact oh, episode. Oh, yeah, they're like pumped I would up love episode They're like, they were on three, three grams of Molly here, you know? <laughs> yeah, Jack scored a bag from one of the makeup ladies. <laughs> Jack's picked up a bag off the floor. It turned out it was Coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... Because Kristen and Stassi start chatting, and then that's when Stassi delivers like a really like impassioned friendship speech. And I was just like, I feel like they're rolling right now. See, I don't know because I because I don't the, think Stassi does drugs. Yeah, I feel like, but I guess not. No more Adderall. She said she got off of Adderall. Yeah, like I don't. And Adderall to me is not. It's like that's a uh, supposedly an efficient drug and not a. That's you know, it's meth. I mean, it is. Yeah. Did it's it a have? form of meth. <laughs> yeah. It's like chic meth, but still. Yeah. Does anybody have any? I do. <laughs> I like, I do have Adderall and uh, and the generic version well, is that, like amphetamine tap, well, that's like salt. It was, that was when I knew that I was like, I need to really learn to live life a little better because I was doing that up all night editing thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder if I can go to a doctor and tell him I have a podcast and get a <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> We'll go offline. I'll give you a tip or two. Uh, sure. We have Ira Glass coming here all the time. <laughs> um, but then Saucy gives Kristen terrible advice where she's like, I think you should just get back together with Carter. And I'm just like, do no, it. don't ever. You don't tell someone that. You never encourage someone, even though if it takes them years to break up with someone, you never say, like, just go back with them. Well, I think at that point she was just like, fuck it. You know, like I'll lean into like, well, she did that. Like, I always love you. Yeah, You'll always be my friend. But that's always. a lie. Well, we know it's right a lie now. She goes and watch what happens live, and is like, "I'm not going to invite." Which is I'm a we ho dunzo. Yeah, we still have that scene to get to. Which one? Remember in the preview? She goes, "Which is a we ho dunzo." Oh yeah. So, so they're some like, big thing happens at Tom Tom where she does that in Kristen's face. Mm-hmm. Ugh, poor Dodie. I know you really need to be there for her in this time. I know, and then I was like. It was telling, too, to see who stuck around to jump into the pool with Brittany. That, see, that made me and sad. And I felt that bad for That made me sad, the, though, is that they were trying to do the, like, as they always jump in naked somewhere, you know? Yeah. It's like they're pulling oh, out Oh, yeah, the they same. didn't even do that. No one even got naked. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Kristen's sure. tit fell out. Yeah. I mean, she, but, showed, she flashed Brittany her boobs. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like they're doing the Kristen same. Kristen jumped into the pool with Brittany. She's a real one. <laughs> Totally, it's a real one. Yeah, I felt bad for the Kentucky friends because they were truly just cast off to the sidelines. Like, not they were basically extras. 
Can you imagine what it must have been like for them to be on this trip? Can you imagine really paying to get there? Really, like... They probably paid at least $500. Oh, definitely. More than yeah. that. And they probably also, like, their drinks probably weren't paid for by production. And they probably had to do that one thing to ingratiate themselves with, like, hey, can I buy everybody a shot? And they ended up having to buy, like, 13 shots at a bar one night for, like, Yeah, they $300. probably dropped, like, 2 k a piece on yeah. this weekend that they didn't even get to, like, hang out with their friend. Yeah. The one girl, though, what's her name from Jackson, Britt, Take Kentucky? Oh, is it like Lacey or something Yeah, like she that? was there, the black hair. Like, I think she I thought, thought she would get like some speaking Yeah, roles. I did too. Yeah, like she did. It I, was I, weird that they were so segregated. Made me sad. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> I have hopes that there will be more lols, but then I also, I, we just have other things going on. No, life's know. so complicated and... <laughs> 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 20, things happen you're up one day so we, you're down the next we have 24 more days until the wedding so does that mean three more weeks and the wedding happens or are i don't we know of how much they crunch time on this show yeah i'm ready to get the wedding fucking over with like get like i don't care yeah like i know i and the thought of having to go into another season with another wedding i'm like i can't take any more weddings i'm weddinged out and yeah. I don't even know these you people. You hit me on the wrong year. I do not want to see any weddings. I don't want to see any and weddings. I don't care. What What do you think? Oh, that would... What oh. storylines, too? And the only next thing they can even maybe do to salvage the show, which is potentially one of the darkest prospects I can think of, is that they... Kill somebody. Is the pregnancy pack. Oh, pregnancy pack, yeah. That's or the kill, only or thing. Kill, yeah. Or kill, or kill somebody, someone, yeah. yeah. Uh, someone would just I, have to, like, not, they would have to organically <laughs> what die. If, what if I, like, sister to the traveling pants? I was, like, do. waiting, because there, uh, there was one point where I was, like, someone will die on the show, is what I thought, like, well, in season six, when things were especially dark, but yeah. it's so amazing. I was, like, it's only a matter of time before a horrible thing happens, and then it hasn't happened yet. So well, I, we've spent eight years with these people, like, something, we're going to see something bad happen that's not somebody cheating on somebody. Yeah. They just... There's no, I don't know. It's just, oh, that's what I want to tell you about the wedding, though, is that, so when I was talking to that Janet Elizabeth, mm-hmm. she said uh, at the wedding, Shep was there, and Shep was trying to, from Southern Charm, Shep was trying to hook up with her, and Sheena told her no, because she might have done, she might be interested in Shep. Okay. Which I thought that was so Sheena to be like, no, you can't hook up with him. Don't. No, no, no. I love I, that. You know. Mm-hmm. She I, like, Sheena's just called, claiming ground i'll take that one too and that one and that one well oh i was watching the like et like bryce sanders interview with uh <laughs> britney and Jax, jacks where where they were like shep was a real wild card like we thought he videotaped he, our wedding yeah yeah like I, we thought he'd keep his shit together more but he actually got like drunker than anyone and like ruined a lot of things for us which yeah. I've been like classic chef. Yeah, I mean, what? I okay, yeah. Okay, some like rich cokehead. Like, you think that they're gonna like be respectful? Well, I mean, the amount of times that I'm sure Jax and Shep have like done weird things together are plentiful, and like Jax knows exactly who you you know who. You yeah, invited. thank you so much for being here <laughs> this you. week. Thank you so much, <laughs> everyone. You should listen to Ryan's podcast. So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Yes, give it a shot if you can. Laura's gonna come on next week and talk The Bachelor with me yes i'm very excited 
Are you? Yeah, I am. There's. It's been in the news. Aren't people like really up in arms about The Bachelor right now? I mean, I think, I don't know. It's like they aired five hours this week, which oh is just like God. there's no fucking way they should be airing. Like it, they want to kill people with this stuff. So next week they're just doing a two-hour episode, thank okay, God. Cool. You're like, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> I, got, I was like, whoa, five hours. I was ready to like buckle in, like get. <laughs> well, imagine like you do, like you like take notes of this stuff and you're Yeah, just, like, and I was like, and a Bachelor is like a, I mean- they just rehash so much stuff that it's like, I wish that they would just boil it down to like 45 minutes of just like tight TV. Well, and especially since we watch all this stuff, like we get, you know, you're like, we yeah. can do this much quicker, you guys. You would really have a good hour in this five mm-hmm. hours. Five hours. Yeah. Namaste to anyone that stuck around for five hours of The Bachelor this past week. Yeah, you've got to re. there's got to be, there's things going on for... Well, I can't wait to go on your pod. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for being here. And she's been on there multiple times. So go check out her episodes if you haven't. So, yes, please. Yes. And uh, that's all. Love and light. I'm hell. I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know.